What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Shooting the Shit, Episode 2. Thank you guys all so much for everyone that listened to Episode 1. Hope you guys are as excited as Greg and I are that we are into Episode 2 now. Who would have thought second episode in one week? What do you think, Greg? This podcast was essentially your idea. And and kind of the backstory, so everyone probably knows, we have this kind of serious but not serious joke of J&G innovations, right? (laughs) (laughs) Serious is as in we say it a whole lot. (laughs) But nothing Not serious as we don't have anything to go along with it yet. What do you say? Like every month we have a new idea? We do. There's some good ones. We do have some good ones. And then it seems like every time I Google, I'm like, oh, that's already done. (laughs) Look at us growing up though because I mean, we actually, we did this one. We did. And this was like just a week ago. So we've been talking about J&G Innovations for what, two years now? Easily. Just doing little things, right? And I don't give out all of our great ideas because we got some good ones. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. (laughs) Let's just say they can't even all fit on a business card, the type of stuff that we can do. Ooh, man. I would have to have two business cards. It it reached a point, though, where we would just be drinking and it would be doing like anything. We take 20 minutes to start a fire in my fire pit, and then as soon as we do, we're like, J&G Innovations, here to start any fire that you need. It, just, it was fucking everything at that point. So yeah, that's kind of where the seriousness dropped off a little bit. But no, I think that we've always wanted to collab on something, or we always had that drive to want to find and get out of our comfort zone and have that kind of side gig so yeah. i feel like this is a good starting point for us because i feel like we've been pretty good friends for seven years now whatever right and so one of those things where we always talk about this stuff and you always think in back of mind like all right he's my boy he's my best friend duh, duh, duh. but how well would we really work together right <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't really know we've had we've so, we've had some uh Head to heads before. Blow arguments and wrestling matches or whatever else, you know what I mean? But essentially, what really made you think, hey, this is it. I'm putting this in action. Because you're really the driving factor on it. And I was like, fuck it, let's go. I think just listening to the podcast that there's so many intriguing stories out there and just conversations that I kind of am like, All right, well, I had this conversation with Greg. I had a similar... Greg and I just talked about this two days ago. Greg and I had a similar thing like this. So if... They're able to pick me up and kind of get me intrigued. Why can't we do that to other people? Yeah. I mean, I don't see why we can't. Now, everything that we say is not going to be the smartest or the best or that people want to hear. But at the same exact time, you know, some stupid shit like you just said, taking a leap of faith. You know, and you're going to get the good karma or the bad karma. So why not just do it and see what happens? That could affect somebody that's on the edge of, you know, whatever decision that they're trying to make in life. And I know that sounds super corny, but I've had those moments listening to podcasts, and I'm like, shit, man. Like All day, man. That's it. Like, I, why didn't I think about that? That's so basic. It's so fucking easy. So why can't we kind of do that? And why not? If me? people laugh at us at, along the way, then we're putting ourselves out there. We have no idea if there's any background noise or anything. You will hear beers being opened, and that's something that you're just going to have to adjust to. Done. Yeah, we're not editing any of that shit out. That's what it's going to have to be. But yeah, man, why not take this leap of faith? Right. I mean, what what bad karma can come from this? Right. People that listen to it are going to think we're idiots, okay? We're surrounded by that. All day. Especially. All day. Jesus, coronavirus crap. I know. 
it's just the pollen. No, I mean, people are dying and yeah, people really need to take it seriously. And I know it's not always easy to, to social distance, but I mean, take at least some kind of steps towards doing the right thing. Yeah. Because we all I mean, have responsibilities. Don't, yeah. You know, don't go to the fucking beach. Don't, you know, if you can avoid going into an airport, I would avoid that. And, you know, restaurants too. Try and do that curbside pickup. Try to yeah. do the drive throughs You know, even working in a restaurant, our dining shut down, and yeah, of course, sales have dropped and everything along those lines. And you know, I'm trying to take care of my people as best as I can. A lot of people have lost jobs, um, just because you can't keep servers, you can't keep cooks, unfortunately, to be able to run a business. And that's why I need to say, if there's a local place, a mom and pop place that's still trying to get by, please go out and support them as much as you possibly can. Um, I mean, that's their livelihood. So please get out as much as you can and be safe about it. But yeah, for the restaurant industry, for me, unfortunately, you know, right now I've had to close down two stores due to it. And it's just kind of heartbreaking that it's only going to get worse. And I, I understand what the experts, um, what our government and everything along those lines are saying, and they do want the economy to come back up. And I know that we can't take a hit for three or four months, just realistically. There's already, I'm sure, going to be a type of recession after this. Yeah, I mean, we're already hitting into it right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, we've got to be smart about it. And the amount of social distancing is going to impact how long we have to do this. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of you know, I'm a millennial. Um, I say that, unfortunately, with some of the dumbasses out there. I was looking at I think the cutoff's like 84. I'm like, this is bullshit. I was born in 85. I'm a fucking millennial. <laughs> <laughs> it's horse shit. <laughs> I know I am, but I, I don't think... I mean, I just don't understand it. I literally saw a video on Twitter, I think it was, the other day. Of a YouTuber licking the toilet seat in the coronavirus <laughs> challenge, and then he got coronavirus. Good. Like what? <laughs> Listen, I did some dumb shit as a child, but I never endangered anybody, and I didn't lick toilets. Right? Why would I lick a toilet seat? Like, what kind of fucking challenge is that? Really? So I was listening. There was a. I'm not listening. I saw this meme the other day. There was a video on, like, Instagram or Facebook. I don't even know where I saw it. But it was on one of those social medias. And it was this guy. You could tell he was 19, 20, 21, early 20s type of situation. He's like, hey, I just want to show proof. Pulls out a slip that I don't have coronavirus. And it says, coronavirus, negative. Next line, HIV, positive. Gonorrhea, positive. <laughs> chlamydia, positive. And it has, like, every STD, sexual transmission disease you can have. <laughs> That's their fucking mentality, though. They're getting all those STDs by still being out on spring break. I mean, I don't understand it. And to hear the way that people talk on the news. That Rona ain't going to get me. I'm not worried about the Rona. We've been planning spring break for two months. You expect me to cancel plans after planning it for two months? That shit ain't happening. Rona ain't ruining my spring break. Come on. Get smart. So Trump comes on. And whether you're a Trump supporter or not, 
Trump comes on, does his press announcement. I'm like, oh fuck! If Trump thinks it's serious, then this is something serious. <laughs> something. This is something serious. You know what I mean? Hot damn! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We should probably pay attention, guys. <laughs> something. This is some serious shit going on. Put down the beer bong. <laughs> Uh, so when he came on and did all that, and then, like, you know, everything, I mean, everything fell out fast. It did. I mean, fast. And, like, it was one of the things, like, a little bit older now, you kind of start seeing the world for what it is, and you kind of can process things a little bit faster, a lot faster, and you kind of start seeing how things are getting played out. I'm like, I guarantee you the next call is business is being shut down two days later. You know what I mean? And that's just here in South Carolina, because you saw it happen in Ohio or North Carolina, North New York. So you see this stuff happening, like, it's eventually coming to South Carolina, because... I guess I don't understand people's mindsets... When they think that in two weeks we're going to be in a better place when we're weeks behind places like Italy. Yeah, I think we're like 10 days behind Italy. And it, they had to literally shut down their entire country. Here's my thing, though. China. And I read this. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm pretty sure it came from a reliable source. <laughs> so take whatever I say. We don't fact check, guys. <laughs> take whatever I say with a grain We salt. shoot it the way that it needs to be shot. <laughs> Shooting that shit. There was literally, I saw something where China has been the cause of like, I don't remember, so I'm going to butcher these, but like SARS. I don't even know if it was SARS, but it was like SARS and all these other past known viruses that have come out and really plagued the world. Right. Has come from fucking China. And it's because of these fucking wet markets that they're doing. And I'm like, and I was reading up on these wet markets and I'm like, why are they still having these wet markets of doing this shit? Like, shouldn't that be shut down from the get? You know what I mean? But no, we're not in China, so I... It is what it is. How? What do I know in China? I've never been to China. Whatever, right? But I'm like, all oh, these wet markets is wrecking the shit. And again, I don't know if it's true or not. But my mentality, it is now because I read it. So it's got to be true on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I read it on the internet, man. <laughs> yeah, then yeah, and it's probably on like two places in the internet. <laughs> it's real, 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 real. <laughs> I always go to the second website to make sure the first website was accurate. <laughs> Is that not how other people do it? So the way the world is. But yeah, everything happened real fast. And luckily, I'm considered an essential employee, so it's always been nice. But I know it's been tough in your world because obviously a lot of my friends are still in the restaurant business. And, you know, Ray, uh, he's still at B-Dubs doing the Buffalo Wild Wings general manager. And he's there's a lot of hard hits. And Lexington, B-Dubs, Brian, and then I just feel bad for you guys. So... Kind of like John said, always support your local restaurants. If you can, please support your local restaurants or your family and friends as much as possible. That's the best way to do it. We're getting food, especially right now, because people are hoarding shit from the grocery store. I don't know how many shits all you people take that you need. So, like, literally, if you did the math, right? You buy, like, I bought, like, the six jumbo pack. Gives you, what, like, 24 rolls, right? (laughs) Now that they got... (laughs) The six is equivalent to 24? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Each roll is six rolls, right? Yeah. How many poops do you take a day Yeah. to go through a roll of TP? Yeah. I took five today. I, I still haven't gone through a roll. I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't know. It's wild. I don't know. If you fart, do you get the virus? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way people are treating it. <laughs> Seriously. They went straight for their ass. The ass paper. <laughs> like, immediately. That was the last thing on my list. Yeah. Wouldn't even worry about it. Yeah. Like, do you use toilet paper to cl- help wash your hands? 
I literally bought a six pack of TP because I felt like I should because everyone else is doing it. <laughs> 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 Fucking dick. I was like, everyone's doing it. Let me get a six pack. <laughs> Tell you what, baby wipes. Oh, those are gold. Gold. Never realized how crucial baby wipes were <laughs> until you I had a baby. baby. <laughs> yeah, for fucking everything. That's a beautiful thing, right? Oh, I saw. I even leave baby wipes in the guest bathroom just for my guests. We should have a fanny pack for baby wipes. Dude, I wore a fanny pack in high school. Did you? Well, I'll tell you what. So much. <laughs> <laughs> so I stole. Actually, it's not my idea. I stole it from my buddy. So for senior trip, so from Ohio. The thing to do was to go to Myrtle Beach. That was all the north, though. We did it every all year. the north. That's it. I think anything probably over Virginia, because Virginia's got the beaches. Yeah. I think anything over Virginia, northwise. Oh, Myrtle Beach Myrtle is Beach. a spot to go. Dirty Myrtle. Dirty Myrtle. Myrtle. Love it. So, senior year, you graduate high school, and the senior trip is to Myrtle. Carry a fanny pack during lunch every day and go collect change from all the kids. They didn't do as good as he did. But just collected all the change from everyone at school and just bought beer to take down to the senior trip. Wore the fanny pack to collect all the money and get some beer. That's smart. But I would have just put shit in my book bag and not look like an idiot with a fanny pack. At the point in time, you had to kind of let you know tax rollings are coming around. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, it's crap with the fanny pack. Put your change away. Put your change away. Put the nickel down. (laughs) The best part was my brother was a freshman when I was a senior. So you went straight to him first? All day. All of his friends, too. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your quarters. Let's go. Jeff, on the table. <laughs> you already got my piggy bank this morning. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> so how are you and your family handling the quarantine? Uh, Chrissy's working from home, which is fantastic, um, especially because she's pregnant. So shout out to Baby Smith. In October of 2020. Congrats on that, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Very excited for a family of four. Um, Declan's still in daycare, and I know this is something that you and I talked about. Right now, because of what Christy does answering the phones, for her to have Declan at home would be almost impossible for her to be able to take these phone calls and still take care of customers um, for the electric company that she works for. So... And with me having to be at my restaurants, it's kind of tough to make that call of when Declan should stop going to daycare. Now, our daycare is fantastic. They close down, just clean, sanitize it. They've got protocol where we can't even come into the building. You know, we pass the kids off at the front door and they sanitize them down and then take them to the classroom. Wait, and they, pull get, up. they get sanitized down? They sanitize, like... Hand sanitizer, spray, like, in their little lobby way. Do they walk in, like, a little tent, and then, like, a little spray comes around, and just... No, that shit would be awesome. (laughs) That'd be cool. (laughs) I'll throw an extra $5 every single week to see that happen. Uh, But no, they... And then, whenever we pick her up, we just say, obviously, we're here for so-and-so, and and they bring the kid out. So, the only real interaction is with one teacher who's wearing gloves and has the sanitizer and stuff right there, so... It's just a fine line between where, you know, when do you pull your child out? But at the same time, we've got to do our jobs. Like, we, yeah. that's, I. Because you, know, you are one of the lucky few that still have a job. Yeah. And, and then in the restaurant industry, who's to say? I mean, what if it crashes even worse than before? Tomorrow, then, you know, you know, I may not have a job. Yeah. So I need to take advantage of it as long as I can. Um, but at the same time, you know, Declan's around probably. 
between teachers and kids. You know, 30 people every single day. They're doing everything that they should be. But what can you do, right? You it's really, airborne. Yeah. You could have it for 14 days and not even have a symptom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you'd have this without a symptom, which is the wild part. Like, I feel like I'm doing my part as a social distancing as much as I can, but I'm, like, knowing deep down I could probably be better. You know what I mean? Like, I... We probably could have went long ways on this table. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two of us. Looking back. <laughs> shit. <laughs> But just kind of doing a little bit better because you want to play your part. And like you said, take what's that fine line of your kid? You know what I mean? Like, that's your kid. Yeah. Right? What's that fine line? Like, I'm the same boat. Like, Kimra answers phones too because obviously Christy and Kimra work together in that sense. But essentially, I can work from home. But what work can I get home done with the kid at home? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, where's that line of what's more important? Obviously, your kid's more important. I guess mindset, my mindset too that doesn't really put it at ease by any means because no. I would never want it to happen. But I'm around so many people working in the restaurant industry that she's probably got a better chance of getting it from me than she does daycare. So, I mean, if we were to keep her home, it's not necessarily going to keep her safe because I'm constantly out there. And like, you know, I do everything that you're supposed to do to be able to keep my family safe and myself safe. But at the same exact time, I don't know if someone's sick as they walk up to do an order or place an order, pick up an order. Um, you know, my team members, I don't know who's sick and whatnot. So I mean, I'm around, you know, anywhere between 50 and 60 people a day, depending on, you know, how, yeah. So I, I guess my mindset is there's always going to be a chance that I bring it in at the same time. So if I'm able to continue to work, for as long as I'm able to, and Christy is too, then I trust my daycare enough to be able to take care of her during this time. Yeah. Which is good, you know. It's just tough, you know, because where do you draw the line at? Well, it's just, it's so unknown. But yeah, you know, obviously it's just it's just tough, you know, because you want to do your part of being social distance and being responsible, just a civilized person, you know what I mean? But essentially, you're like, hey, I still have to provide for my family and do what I need to do to take care of my family, you know? Yeah. Especially in your spot. Like, me, I can work from... I'm lucky I can work from home and just shoot out emails and get some things organized, ready to go. You're in front of people every day, you know? It's, it's I'm asking my team members and my managers to be there. I have to be there. All day, for Maybe sure. by example. All day, for sure. And don't That's blame right. me at all. Especially, I mean, especially in your situation because you kind of have to be there because you're the boss and... As crappy as it is, everyone else has been laid off or fired, you know what I mean? So, it's part of the restaurant business for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping come, you know, the next few weeks, come around May-ish, middle of May, we're at least able to take a couple steps and and getting everything back to where it it needs to be. You think May? I think we're going to make steps for May. I think so. Like full businesses up and running in the beginning of May? I think it would be the middle of May for that. Middle of May? Man, it just that's a long time. I'm on day one of quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> this has been going on for two weeks. <laughs> I haven't started. Hope I don't. But yeah. yeah, it's just so unknown that it's just, you know, take care of your families. Please be safe. Please be smart. Do whatever you can. Yeah, obviously, we always want to make sure everyone's safe. And obviously... Within this podcast, we shoot the shit a lot and joking around about a lot of stupid stuff and laughing, but ultimately, 
John Ice philosophies pretty much making sure you're, you're safe, healthy, prayers, thoughts, always, no matter how much we joke around, uh, make sure everyone's good. So, essentially, quarantine, we got another month of it. I tell you, what are you going to do with your time during this quarantine? What's your game plan of the next, obviously we say two weeks, but we know it's going to be at least another month. What's your plans? Boom out some podcasts, my man. Podcast that shit up. <laughs> About to hit up some podcasts. Find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, possibly TikTok here soon. TikTok. But no, I mean, this is part of the reason why I wanted to do something like this, just to even keep us entertained for yeah. a couple times a week, you know, a couple days a week. And this gives the listeners something to listen to, you know, in quarantine. In quarantine. Yeah, you can blast us over. Like, you can stream this over your TV and get it over your sound surround sound on that living room. You guys help us build this up. We'll do a couple of podcasts where it's we'll actually uh, videotape ourselves and post that video. Yeah, because right now it's just my head, and I think my camera died. <laughs> so we don't even know. We don't even know at this point. Because, I mean, I was talking to Ray, and if anyone knows Ray, Ray is a very social guy. Yeah. He gets off of work, he wants to hang out with someone, he wants to go somewhere, grab some food, grab a drink. Um, that's just how Ray is, and that's what he's known for. And that's why almost any single restaurant or bar that we walk into, someone's like, hey, Ray! I Ray. live by courtesy through Ray. I know, right? <laughs> it's the only way to do it. But he was talking, he's like, dude, I just, I go home. Because there's nothing open. There's nothing to do. What can you do? Nothing to do. Nothing. Netflix. Dude, you seen Tiger King? We watched the first episode. I got through three episodes, four episodes. I'm almost done with Ozark, though. Already? Yeah, I'm six episodes in. Fuck, son. I'm two in. Okay, so, fun fact. I watched four hours of it last night. I was up till <laughs> 1.30 in the morning. I was up till one thirty. I got up at 4.30, made some coffee, and then from 5 to 6, I watched another episode. <laughs> so, so good. It is. I love Ozark. Love Ozark. It's addicting. But no, it, it's it's almost like people are going to be even more zoned into technology, which yeah. I guess could be a good thing because you're going to be so slammed with it for a month that when all this is over, you're going to want to be out and you're going to want to do things. So I guess there's a maybe a silver lining to that where people that are always so into their phones are going to get so much of it that it may actually kill off that habit as it starts to wean off and we're able to go to places and do things and sporting events come back and... See, I think it's going to be the opposite. Why? Because I feel like everyone's so quarantined. They're getting so... They're building habits right now. They're building habits on technology and being on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, podcasts that we're doing right now, right? More invested in technology. Yeah, people don't want to get out afterwards. But I think the technology side is going to take another boom after this. Because after a month, it takes 30 days to build a habit, oh, right? <laughs> so, uh, so essentially, I think, I think it's going to become more technology-based in the world. I think, obviously, the first probably a few weeks after we get out of this, everything, the economy is just going to, economy, whatever. But business is going to open up. Restaurants are going to be slammed, da 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 For the people that can spend money, I don't even know if that's going to happen, to be honest. Because the people, majority of the population, isn't making money right now. Right. But I think so. I would agree with you from a business standpoint, because I think right now 
businesses are starting to use social media more, especially a lot mm-hmm. of local ones, to try and build their names to get that extra business. Yeah. So I think that this is going to be a starting point and a habit for businesses to use a different marketing tactic. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think as an individual thing. Because, I mean, you got to think, there's people that, I mean, right now we're on what the shelter in place or part of Columbia is in the shelter to place. Yeah. In two days, people are going to want to get out. I'm already getting out day one. Exactly. So, I mean, if you are forced to truly quarantine and be on your phone and watch TV and there's only, I get Netflix is, there's a million things to do on it. But how many times do we flip through TVs or flip through the internet mm-hmm. and there's nothing on? There's mm-hmm. nothing on. Nothing I want to watch. Oh, You're gonna, yeah. Everyone's going to reach that point, I feel like. So, I do feel like it could be a silver lining for individuals that focus too much on technology. Do you think the classic handshake is going to disappear or continue after this? I think it's going to disappear. Really? Yeah. Isn't that... Because in sales, I'm in sales, right? Obviously, if you go to a male, you know, you're meant to go put your hand out for a handshake. Females, you let them reach their hand out for a handshake is what I've been taught. But either way, after this, people won't go handshakes. You're just doing the classic head nod. You just give them like a two finger, what's up? How you doing? Yeah, like, dude, what do you do? Like You slap them on the ass. Yeah, slap them. <laughs> you got to think about it, dude. Think about all the toilet paper that people have. That's going to be the cleanest part of their fucking body. <laughs> You telling me that people aren't going to start slapping each other on the ass? Hey, bro, how you doing? The same guy that I saw walking out of Walmart with 18 rolls of toilet paper. I see him on the street after this is over. You damn right. I'm running up to him. What's going on, buddy? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Tell you what, that's going to be the cleanest part. Mm. Cleanest part for sure. Yeah, so I'm definitely interested in how the how the world's going to change in May, June, July. Right, because they're even talking about this coming back in the fall. Yeah, they said the heat of the summer might kill it off and then sprout back up. So it's, it's like, already sprouting back up from China. Is it? Yeah, they're starting to. Well, they're probably starting to actually say that there's more cases coming right, back up. Right, because they hide everything. Well, that from what I hear, they uh, got rid of a lot of the uh, U.S. journalists that were over there. They well, sent really? them away so that there's not Once people over been. there investigating and. They're very uptight with their media and shit, and I don't even know the exact rules of it, but... That's why it's so tough. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, we get to a spot where we can kind of get back to normal, and this just kind of levels out. We'll see, of course. But yeah, I'm definitely interested in how this world's going to change after that, and how things can be played out. Yeah, I am too. But who knows what's going to come next? Oh, wait. I do. A third podcast next week. That's right, guys. We take a dive into parenting next week. We're going to give you some parenting hacks, some great stories, uh, what it's like raising a girl versus raising a boy, and how underrated is Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. We are here to answer all those hard-hitting questions for you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we look forward to having you guys listen next week. Signing off, John and Greg. Have a good one.